0: Hi guys, welcome back to the Off the Woodwork podcast. I am joined by Stephen and Anthony because, of course, I am. I'm Matt Perry, by the way. So the last week of Premier League fixtures, I think it's safe to say, in general, it was a bit more um, dull than usual. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, nothing really stood out <laughs> to me, to be honest. <laughs>
0: So we're going, to, we're going to do the usual. We're going to just have a look at a few of them. We're also going to have a look at the FA Cup because I think it's safe to say there was a couple of surprising results in the semifinals, I think, compared to what most people in the bookies' favourites were for them. We're then going to look at the news of that Watford have sacked Nigel Pearson, which came as a bit of a surprise, came a bit out of nowhere, like an RKO. Um, and then we're also going to have a look at the championship and look at Leeds and how they've been officially promoted to the Premier League for the first time since 2004,
1: yep. Obviously. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the 4 season was the last time in the Premier League.
0: Oh, it's mad. Um and then we're gonna look at the fixture of predictions for the last rounds of games in the Premier League this season. Uh, but before all that, let's have a look at the scores so far from the last week. I, I, I haven't really been keeping account of my own stuff. So Anthony, have you got yeah. the results?
1: Um, not gonna lie, none of us did that well. Yeah. Um just to be truthful. Uh yeah, there was less results, but even still, so with nine points in first place, Steven. Only nine. In <laughs> second place, Anthony, myself, with seven. And Matt, you're in oh. third place with five.
0: Oh, man, I've done really bad. In- <laughs> so
1: this brings the total of scores. So in last place, Matt, you have 38. Disgusting. Then there's myself with 53. Oh, man, I'm so far. And then Stephen with 56. He's closing Only the gap. He's closing Only the gap. 15,
0: 15. That's you know that's still pretty uh, pretty tight. <laughs> so I mean, uh, man, if you
1: got every result right this next week, I'm sure you'll be able to win.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, so I'm just gonna have to go with completely the opposite of whatever you guys go for, really, aren't I?
2: Yep, pretty, pretty much. much.
0: All yeah, right, so yeah. I'll go last on all the predictions, and then we'll see happens. Okay, uh, okay. Um, so let's let's take it back. Then let's have a look at the um, let's have a look at some of the results from the last week. Uh, we'll start with a surprise result. Arguably, even though Arsenal, of course, um, if history is to show anything, aren't a big team. But the way we've been, uh, the way we've been talking about them since uh, we've been starting the podcast, they'd be great. But they did beat Liverpool 2-1. And I'd say overall it was a pretty successful week for Arsenal in general. But uh, let's talk about that then. Arsenal beat Liverpool 2-1. Let's go to our Liverpool expert, Anthony Milne. What did you make of it, Ant? Just disappointing. Liverpool dominated the
1: game by a couple of silly errors be mistakes, and Arsenal capitalise. That's all you can really do in football. It's just be there when the opportunity falls and make the most of it. You know, it's a good one for Arsenal. It's, it gives them a bit of hope because Liverpool are not exactly an easy side to beat. But it's quite clear Liverpool players now have got one mind, one eye, like on the beach and partying, and there's just not much else to it. Liverpool just don't seem to care right now. And I mean, fair enough, they won the league early. It's disappointing because we won't like they won't get the hundred point total now. I think the highest they can finish with is ninety nine, but you know it doesn't matter. If we won the league. It doesn't matter if we don't break all the records. We still won. So
2: he it's
0: it's
2: The look it on Klopp's face when Van Dijk did that back pass. Oh my God! He just looked like a disappointed parent. He's like, what? The bloody hell has gone on here? Like you could tell, he's just like. If I was Klopp, I'd be raging right now. I'd be furious at those Liverpool players. They just, they've given up. I think ever since they won the league, they're just like, you know what? We've worked hard all season. Let's just uh, phone it in for the rest of the season. And just celebrate. I mean, mm. yeah, I think, I don't know, maybe Klopp needs to put them back into shape. Maybe discipline them a bit because what they're doing right now is just not good enough, really. For
0: So, so Liverpool's last two games are Chelsea and Newcastle, are not they?
1: Yes, we have Chelsea at Anfield on Wednesday and Newcastle at St James's on Sunday.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I personally I, I don't think Liverpool are just going to um, sort of lay down now. I still think they'll be up for the two games. Um, the the Chelsea Liverpool game, especially, is going to be pretty interesting considering Chelsea's uh, current position. But yeah, I I, I I still think Liverpool will give 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 their all uh, in the last two games. Maybe Klopp's giving them a kick up the backside or not. But yeah,
1: like to be honest, it's frustrating as you said, Stephen. But like, it's not like they're giving up before they've won the league, or like right at the start, or they're just not trying. Like they won the league in record fashion; they were on it all season and on it all the season before. So if there's a time for them to kind of phone it in and not really care, it is when they've kind of won. They've won the league. So as long as they're back in shape to go again next, next season. I'm, as long as we don't lose to Chelsea at Anfield, so we keep that undefeated streak at Anfield going.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like 50-odd <laughs> games now.
0: Yeah. And
1: as long as we keep that going, I'm happy. And I would absolutely
0: love to beat Liverpool. I mean, Chelsea only need three points now to uh, guarantee top four, don't they? So uh, Yeah, something like that. Coming on to the top four, um, it's getting pretty interesting, it's safe to say, um, between Chelsea, Leicester and United. So Chelsea need three points now to guarantee their place in the top four. They got to play Liverpool, and Wolves, which aren't going to be too easy games. But you'd hope Chelsea would manage to get enough out of that. Then you've obviously got Leicester and United. Um, no, it's at Chelsea. We're away to Liverpool, and we're at home to Chelsea. Uh, to Wolves, even. Yeah, that's
1: yeah. what I mean. So
0: that you should be going for the three
1: points, definitely in that final game.
0: You'd hope so. Yeah, um, and you think by that stage, I think Wolves would. Yeah, they, I mean, obviously, they can't get top four now, but um, they, they may have gone off the, pub, the pace in that respect. Uh, but looking at Leicester and United, obviously, them two have got to face each other in the last game of the season, which could be really interesting if United pick up a win against West Ham, then they go, or oh, even if they don't, obviously, but even if they win, they're three points above Leicester then. Um, and it, if Leicester win that, then it would come down to goal difference between the two teams. So, um, it. it I think it's, we're still set for a pretty interesting end of the season in the top four. What do you guys reckon is going to be the outcome?
2: Well, if, if the Spurs game is anything to go by, I think Man United are going to easily beat Leicester. Like, yeah, the centre back pairing of Wes Morgan and Ryan Bennett is not going to get you top four. Like, that yeah, would nice. absolutely shambolic. I think that's Wes, you know, yeah. But one pace from about it. sixty. I mean, it's just old, <laughs> slow, terrible defence. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's been a pretty up,
0: topsy-turvy kind of past few games for Leicester isn't it, obviously they lost to Bournemouth 4-1 two so, got sent off which was a big miss for them for the rest of the season then they beat Sheffield um, which again may have been surprising considering and then, then obviously they lost um, the other day 3-0 to Spurs uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's been a very weird it's about time, um, for, kind of time It's been a bad time for Leicester as a whole basically the second half of the season it yeah, because yeah. you,
1: you can have one of the you can have a great start to the season and a great first 10, fifteen games, yeah or tiny games, but it doesn't matter like as long as you can't keep the consistency going. Yes
0: yeah, <laughs> we, we went into the lockdown period and they were third, and they just they just haven't really been the same train this they.
1: Well, we do not expect them to fall out of the top four. We were like the three locks are Liverpool man City and Leicester. like we were convinced they were the three that would be there. And now we're looking at where Leicester are probably the least likely out of the three teams who can finish in third and fourth. Yeah. Leicester are the least likely team to finish there. Um, mm. I think United, based on recent results, should be beating Leicester. But it'll also be the most Man United thing ever to have this great run and then to lose to Leicester. Mm. <laughs> like, something silly. I don't know. Like, it'd be hilarious. Yeah, no,
0: really. Um, what, what what did you make of the uh, Leicester game against Spurs the other day? When obviously they lost three 0 to Spurs, uh, it seemed Harry Kane was much better. He he was coming into it a lot more than he has been since the lockdowns. Um, the restart. It was basically yeah. just
2: three very successful counter attacks, really. I mean, I mean, it, you've got them new, yeah. Like Wes Morgan and Ryan Bennett are not going to be able to run back quickly for a counter. So if you've got Son and Lucas running at that defence on a the counter, then that, there's no standard chance. Mm. And Tottenham capitalised on it perfectly with three very good yeah. counter-attacks. So we'll, um, we'll go into our predictions obviously
0: later on, but at the moment, would you both um, agree that it, it looks unlikely that Leicester out of the three teams will get top four now?
1: Yeah, it's unlikely. Yeah, um, yeah it's a shame, it's just, but it just shows that trend. Leicester still need to improve a bit if they want. Like they're they're not they're there, they just don't have the consistency. They need another goal scorer, they need a couple of extra squad depth players, I feel. Um in case you do have an injury to one of the stuff, like a S. Young or something. You need another defender that you can slot in there. Yeah. Um then they've also got to try and keep hold of everyone. They're gonna to have to try and keep hold of Madison and um Telia Manns and Chewell and Pereira, like, they're gonna to have to try and keep hold of them all.
0: Um, moving on then to let, let's have a look at the relegation zone. Um, I don't know if you guys could tell, but I'm a bit sunburned. I, I, I spent a couple of days down in Bournemouth um, at the end of last week, uh, and um, during my time there, I just basically went down there to try and you know give Bournemouth a kick up the arse. I took took them to the beach, took them for a nice time out. Just said Are to them, lad, mask at the beach, at, were you wearing your mask?" Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. It was very, very socially distanced. But obviously, I was with the whole Bournemouth squad. And I was basically saying to the Bournemouth squad, look, guys, I've I've given my predictions to you. Like, all these fixture predictions we've done, I've always been trying to back you. And it's really made me fall behind the other two on predictions and the scores. But, you know, it clearly didn't get through to them. (laughs) Uh, So it looks like Bournemouth might be going down. (laughs) Yeah, I think they are now. Yeah, do you think it's too little too late?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think West Ham got, got into gear at the right time, and now they're completely safe, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. I
1: think Watford are the team most likely to go up, but they've just... Because usually when a manager's just been sacked, there's a bit of a bounce back now. Maybe that's <laughs> it's, funny. Getting a big old, big old late bounce back, but we'll talk but, about that in a minute. <laughs> um, I don't know. like Bournemouth, to me, just don't have it, which is a shame, because everyone likes Bournemouth. Um, yep. But... Like, the joke is, the Man City game, we all predicted it to be, like, big score lines. And Bournemouth nearly got a point from that game.
2: Yeah. No, I actually it watched like... the second half of that game. Yeah, Bournemouth actually looked really good in that second half. Yeah. Um, I'm, I mean, they deserved a, a draw from that game, I think.
0: Definitely. Yeah,
2: but I, you just
0: think it's too little too late. If they if they picked up their performances earlier on against um, other teams they've played since the restart, then, yeah, happy days. But... Um... Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not good for Bournemouth, and obviously the Southampton game as well. Um, yeah, it's just, just not being ideal for them. And it's a, it's a shame, but yeah, that no, it looks far too little. It looks like Bournemouth and Villa will be joining Norwich down in the Championship next season.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, Villa and Watford have both got a horrendous last two games, and they both yeah, play yeah. Arsenal, and then yeah. I think Watford played Man City. So yeah,
0: no, it's, it's, it's pretty evil, but <laughs> um, we, we'll talk about that a little uh, in just a little bit about Watford and obviously the second largest prison. Uh, but let's just move quickly on to the FA Cup. There were two, I would say, surprising results. I, th- I think most people had City to beat Arsenal, most people on form had United to beat Chelsea. So, what, yeah, that? what did you make it I, I
1: was predicting a Manchester Diary in the FA Cup final.
0: Um, first ever time.
1: I think Chelsea United was a close one to call because either team could could theoretically win that one, yeah. but Arsenal turning up against City was impressive because yeah I don't think anyone had especially because the first game back in the Premier League was Arsenal v City, and we just saw like there was two different levels there. City were outclassing them in every way, so just a few weeks later and you've got Arsenal now beaten City, so mm. definitely an interesting thing.
0: Yeah, it's interesting Arsenal actually looked quite good. They, they, they scored a couple of good goals, especially that first goal, the Aubameyang's first goal. That was pretty good teamwork. Um, so it, it's looking a bit more positive for Arsenal. Um, do, do you think that's something they could bring forward now under Arteta? Obviously Arteta beating Guardiola as well.
2: Maybe. Ever, ever since they switched to that five-at-the-back formation, they've been playing a lot better. Yeah. So if they can continue to do that, um, I think they've got a decent chance. I yeah, think but, the problem for Arsenal is it doesn't
1: matter how well Arteta gets that group of players to play for him mm-hmm. if they're not recruiting properly and the finances are not going into the club that they need. Like what I mean is, like this is a, we've had the same issue with Arsenal like for the last few years where they have a spell where they're great and it's finally okay now they're back on point. And then they have another few months where they're just a disaster. It's
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> it's so hard to tell with Arsenal right now. it's. Yeah, one moment, they look like the Arsenal we grew up watching in some ways. And then the next minute, they're a joke.
0: Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't say I personally see like a massive... Um, just, I don't think they'll get top four next season. No, of course um, not. Uh, early out. I mean, if they prove me wrong, then I'll eat my, eat my words. But personally, that's that's my view anyway. Um, moving on to Chelsea. Um, obviously, we beat Man United 3-1. Um, on four, maybe a surprise result. Um, actually it was probably Chelsea's best game of the season <laughs> we played really well I was really surprised whilst watching it because we were actually like we were actually like shooting and I was like well we don't shoot <laughs> what's all this uh, but one thing that really helped Chelsea yesterday was moving moving the formation um, obviously we played five at the back yesterday with Alonso on the left wing Reese James on the right um, and it was just a really good performance and obviously the, the weird thing was uh so changed united's formation as well so united were also playing the back three with the wing backs and um it was just it was just the wrong tactics which got of um which got of screwed over united yesterday really
1: i was really impressed with that striker you guys were playing uh, yesterday you know harry maguire
0: um i i i think that's harsh on olivier giroud but okay <laughs> I mean, Aaron
1: Maguire was causing all sorts of problems for the Manchester United defence yesterday, and he got the goal for you, you know.
0: Yeah, I, it's a hard one. But I, I, I think, I think that, that, that flattens us, because I think Chelsea actually played really well, and we didn't really give United much chances. Giroud, I mean, that's the best thing we did, was not get rid of him in January. Uh, the man is absolutely class, and he just, he just proves it over and over again. He He's an
1: incredibly that- underrated player.
0: Like, yeah, I mean, I
1: mean he, he scores goals. No, no one ever speaks highly of But You look at his stats they're incredible.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, I mean, he is a Premier League proven striker who gets goals per game he's better than some of the greats. You know, what
2: I mean yeah. like he's a top I, quality player. I think he's like in the, it's like Mario um, Gomez like he was an amazing striker and I loved him playing for Journey but he never got the credit he deserved because people just thought he was this big lump. But yeah. he scored lots of if you look at Mario Gomez's a record he scored loads of goals. But nobody yeah. ever gives him the credit of, you know... Yeah, I mean, nobody ever considers it's, him it's as one funny. of the great German strikers because he was just this big lump.
0: I mean, it's just another example of Chelsea getting a good deal out of Arsenal. <laughs> 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 They're getting a bad deal out of us. Um, but, I mean, moving forward, I mean, that Chelsea team, for me personally, um, that team, even though that team had Kante missing, it had Pulisic missing, who have both been, obviously, one two of our better players um, since the restart... Um, that's got to be the same team Chelsea put up, put out against Liverpool, for me. I, I I thought Mason Mount played really well at left wing, um, so I I can't see an argument for dropping anybody who started that game against Liverpool. So, um,
1: I think it would be, be interesting. Thing. Like if there's Sorry? a player if there's a player who's tired, they might be dropped for the game against Liverpool. Um, yeah, I
0: think I think they'll be up for it though, especially the likes of Alonso who who just. He's clearly so much better as a left wing back than he is as a left back. It's it's quite interesting to see the difference. And I know argue Rhys James, as well. He's probably more suited as a wing back. So yeah, no, it'll be interesting. I don't I don't think we're gonna roll over for Liverpool. It's really tough to to to, to, to predict that game. Obviously, we'll give it a go later. But um, if if I had to ask you early on the FA Cup final, Arsenal versus Chelsea, what would you would what, would you reckon?
1: Chelsea to win. Yeah. Chelsea. Um... Well, it's the Europa League final rematch, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know if you remember, but um, we Chelsea played the last time Chelsea and Arsenal played each other in the FA Cup final. I think it was twenty fifteen under Conte. Chelsea is one of the worst games Chelsea have played. Like we we made Per Mertesacker look like Maldini that day. Yeah. <laughs> like we were really bad, and Arsenal obviously picked up the win. So uh, I'm hoping it's more of a repeat of last year's Europa final than a repeat of the last. Yeah, time. that was
1: that was a sad one for Arsenal Cup. fans.
0: Oh yeah, I was I was in this bar in in London near Victoria Station, and I was I was I was about in the twenty thirty percent of Chelsea fans in there and, in the room, and the rest were Arsenal fans, and I was just absolutely like laughing by the time the third and the fourth goals came in. You know? <laughs> it's just like just typical Arsenal, <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, no, I have five hopes, and I tell you what, if Chelsea get top four, and we get an FA Cup. That would be um that would be an unreal first, Lampard's season, first
2: season that would be an amazing achievement
0: yeah. Especially Considering, transfer band season. yeah transfer band lost their best player for me that would be unreal um, yeah so yeah much better than our expectations anyway and let's move on to uh, the news came out yesterday there was a lot of speculation before and then obviously it became more and more apparent which was that nigel Pearson, two games left of the season for watford <laughs> Um, got sacked along with his assistant Craig Shakespeare who was obviously Leicester manager after Claudio Renuieri. Um I suppose Watford have it's, it's a tough one isn't it I, I, it's just really bizarre timing isn't it what did you make of it Stephen
2: yeah I think I mean Nigel Pearson he was never really going to be the long term solution for Watford but to sack him now for when there's two more games left and they're, they're tough games like if Watford were a mid-table Security, then fine, fair enough. But when you have two games left and you can still go down, I think this is just a really odd decision. Um, yeah, uh, it is, a- Anthony. What, what did you make of it? Because I'm, 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 I'm looking
0: here and it says it, they were bottom of the table when he turned up to Watford, and yeah,
1: he had eight points uh, from 15 games, and he got them, he got them up a bit. You know, he was the first manager to beat Liverpool in the Premier League this season. Yeah. You know, it's apparently it's mainly due to the restart and the players are looking unmotivated and apparently there's not that kind of connection or there's a few different things um like the players weren't looking enthused of playing their pet their best kind of quality of football under him since the restart they haven't played well since the restart as well you know they've conceded in all i think it's seven games now they've played every single one they concede first even even when they beat newcastle they still conceded first I think um, when you're talking about long-term, like you know, the long-term approach for Watford, you're right, Stephen, but to be honest, Watford don't seem to ever have a long-term approach when it comes to managers. There's n- I can't think of a job in football that has a higher turnover than the Watford
2: yeah. manager <laughs> the the uh, Well, before Bielsa, that the, the Leeds manager.
1: manager. Yeah, that was very bad. Arguably Chelsea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Watford um, at one point had, like, I think it was last season, where they had like four different managers. I think that's this season, actually. I'm was so it sure this season?
2: They-
0: yeah, four um, four managers. I didn't That's they hire insane. like Kike Sanchez for us
2: twice in one season or something?
0: Yeah, that was this year. Yeah. It was yeah. A- <laughs> what a season. What That's fun. what I mean.
1: It's mental. Like, they need to just pick a manager. So maybe yeah. if they go down, it might be the best thing for them because they'll have a manager in who they'll hopefully keep for a while. And then finally, they can get a blueprint of some form of team going.
0: Yeah, so, so Sky are reporting that um, Pearson was sacked after a frank exchange of views between himself and the owner, Gino Pozzo, after uh, they lost to West Ham on Friday. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, obviously, I, I mean, personally, I don't think Nigel Pearson is the type of bloke I would want to have an argument with. He, he looks absolutely hard as nails. But, <laughs> 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 it's, 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 it, it, yeah, I mean, even if that's the case, you think, OK, we'll wait out the last two games, then we'll get rid of him. Watford are still more likely than unlikely to go down, aren't they? But at the same time, they yeah, I think
1: they're. Players. I think they're safer. I think they're three points ahead of Fila and Bournemouth,
0: so they are. They're but, just about hanging in, but it, yeah, they're,
1: they're safer than they're. They're not as safe as West Ham or Brighton, but yeah. Fila and Bournemouth are the ones that need to win more than Watford do.
0: But you just think think Watford's games are against Man City and they're against Arsenal. Um, So so... they're probably not
1: picking up any more points. Yeah.
0: Meanwhile, Villa have to play West Ham and Arsenal and then Bournemouth have to play Everton and they have to play... um... Who's the other one they have to play? Um, No, it's it's just Everton, isn't it? They've
1: They've only got one match left against Everton.
0: Okay, so Bournemouth would have to win... No, it looks like Bournemouth. Bournemouth are pretty screwed. They, they'd have to be I think goal difference as well they're, they're a bit behind, aren't they so maybe okay, so, so yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty amazing though, finish up but yeah no, what would it'll be interesting because you can't see Watford picking up any points i mean what's the reaction from Watford if they if if they do go down now and it's like, well, why did you sat there back I know a
1: lot of the fans aren't happy about it, like they've been giving lots of yeah. like uh, messages of support and praise to Pearson um. Yeah. So if they go down, the Watford fans will be very angry, I think.
0: Who are they going to have as manager for the last two games? Is Troy Deeney going to take it over? <laughs> at this point, who else is there? Yeah. Bring back Kike sanchez would... Flores for like the fifth time. Yeah, 30, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I, I reckon they might just put Deeney in charge until the end of the season. That'd be quite funny, wouldn't it? Player
1: manager. We've not seen one yeah. of them in the league in a while.
0: Yeah, Rude Hullet vibes at Chelsea. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting. I, I think it looks like they'll stay up looking at the table. But, uh, yeah, it's just weird. That's
1: if we don't expect Phila to win any of their two remaining games. Phila have yeah. got Arsenal at home.
0: Yeah.
1: And Arsenal haven't had the best track record away still. And then West Ham, you know, Villa could somehow... They might not, likely not, but they could still have them scrape that. Whereas... Watford have got Man City, and then they ha- then they're away at the Emirates on the final day. Yeah. So honestly, if you're looking at the final two games, Fellows look like they've got a better running.
2: Mm. I mean, City have been playing too well recently. Even though they would beat Brighton five nil, they haven't been that amazing. I mean, they didn't play very well against Bournemouth, and obviously they just they might be boomed a boom coming out of the FA Cup. So yeah. I don't think that Man City game is as hard maybe as you think.
1: It's always, it's Man City though. Watford aren't, haven't been playing brilliant attacking football. You know, Man City run riot. Like, most Watford's of the time.
0: Big, Watford's big problem at the moment is they have nothing going forward because done. he's not fit at the moment. So um, that's their kind of problem. But if they can get around that, then who knows? Mm. I mean, going forward next season, who's who does what for getting as their manager? It kind of stinks of a Sam Allardyce and pl- a pl- appointment, don't it? <laughs> well,
1: yeah, who else oh, is there really
0: right now? I can't remember.
1: I, I, I saw a
0: rumor that John Terry might be might be interested in it. Oh, why would you? It,
1: why, why <laughs> would you? I mean, is especially for your first ma- proper managerial role, like Lampard went to the championship, Gerards went to Scotland. It would why be both. Why would you? Yeah, but it might be in the
2: championship. Game?
0: Next season. Yeah, maybe not a bad idea. Try and bring them back up. Maybe. I mean at the end of the day, I'll be mean, John Terry's a leader. It'll be interesting to see what he's like as a manager. I don't think it'll be him personally. Um, I think it'll be a much more conservative appointment that <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, we'll be interested in that obviously Mick McCarthy. It'll be interesting to see what McCarthy Mick McCarthy, that's a good one. That's a good one. was it Marco
2: Silver a what for manager? Maybe they'll bring was. him back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: let's move on then. Uh let's have a look at we talk about relegation, let's talk about promotion. Um, for those of you who don't know, we're currently recording this podcast over Zoom and we all change our names on it. Stephen's name currently is West Bottle Albion, which is one of the worst puns I've ever heard. Uh but let's talk let's cross over to Stephen, who is our championship expert. Uh, Stephen, talk to us about what's going to be happening in the last round of fixtures in the championship.
2: So, basically, the teams' leads are up, they're champions, there's no question about that. But the last, the second automatic promotion spot is very open. Um, obviously, West Brom are in there right now. Um, Brentford could have been there if they didn't absolutely bottle it against Stoke. So. Yeah, Yeah. and then obviously Fulham, they can still win, but pretty much they have to hope Brentford either lose or or draw and West Brom lose. So, yeah, not not looking too good for Fulham. And Fulham haven't been that amazing. But so on the last day, Fulham have got Wigan, who obviously, if they get their 12-point deduction, that could be huge. So they're going to need to win that game. And also Wigan have been in very good form. Obviously, they beat Hull 8-0. They've been doing pretty well. I think they've only lost against Brentford. Um, in these last few fixtures, West Brom have got QPR, which worries me because QPR basically got nothing to play for and they're crap. And then Brentford <laughs> have got Barnsley, who because they won their last game against Nottingham Forest, they, they now have a chance to stay up. So I'm very Blimey. scared. Um, Brentford, as you saw against Stoke, are not good when they are under pressure. So <laughs> if Brentford get the playoffs, even though we will be by far the best team in those playoff places... I am not confident that Brentford can do it under pressure. I think in the past we've not had good luck in playoff finals. I was there when we lost against Yeovil in the League One playoff final. We got absolutely demolished in our first Championship playoffs against Middlesbrough, who absolutely tore us apart. Um, so I
1: think you have to be looking better now than you were. Like you're looking better now than you ever were there. You know what I mean? Oh like...
2: yeah, I think West Brom are going to get the second place. I think. Brentford lose against Stoke pretty much finished it. Um, again, I'm very disappointed. We should have won that game, but Stoke basically just parked the bus of the whole game and got one lucky goal. And the thing is for Brentford, Brentford like to play attacking football. We like to play open attacking football. So if you want to stop Brentford, you have to be a very physical side. So that's why coming up against Stoke, I was not confident because Brentford have got a very bad track record against physical sides who like to park a bus and play anti-football. So that's why in the playoffs, I do not want to play Nottingham Forest because Nottingham Forest are one of those sides that are very physical and like to play anti-football. That The last playoff spot is actually pretty open. I think Nottingham Forest, I've got it, even though technically they could still go out, but I think they're in. Uh, obviously, Brentford and Fulham are guaranteed playoffs. But in the la- that last playoff spot, it's either going to be Cardiff or Swansea. So one of those two Welsh mm-hmm. teams will be in there. Out of those two, I'd rather play Swansea because I think Cardiff are a bit more physical. And I think Brentford are going to finish third. Um, so I think Brentford will beat either Cardiff or Swansea. And then the final, I think it's going to be Fulham, who are going to beat Forest. So I think it's going to be Brentford versus Fulham in the final. And luckily for us, we've got a very good track record Lovely against Barbie. Fulham. We be, beaten, we've done the double over Fulham this season. In the past, we've, had, we've got a really good record against Fulham. So I, w- I want to get Fulham in the final one. I want to beat them. But yeah. if we lose against Fulham in the playoff final, I'm never going to live that down. I will be absolutely uh, gutted to lose against Fulham in the final. Yeah, fight. I, I have
0: a couple of mate, uh, good mates who are Fulham fans as well. I can imagine their joy. Um, I've, but yeah, I, I think the, the, the main factor is on this race for second is that West Brom have QPR and they have the easiest fixture in the, in the, in terms of placing the Championship at the moment. Um, yeah, I just think QPR standards. are
2: not a good team. They've got nothing to play for. QPR don't want to do us any favours. as we're local rivals. So, yeah. I can't so, um, I'm, I'm going to be hoping and praying for a QPR win, which is something I think I never think I would say. Draw. If they draw and you win, you know what I mean? Yeah, because Brentford have got the best goal difference, I think, in the Championship. So we'll beat anyone in goal yeah. difference. I mean, is Brentford,
1: if you look at it, Brentford have got one of the best teams that could cope with coming up to the Premier League as well.
2: Mm. I don't know about that, actually. Because I well, saw Norwich. Been. Norwich looked very good in the Championship but they couldn't play that attacking game in the Premier League. Yeah. So, again, Brentford, we look very good in the Championship because our style of play, we can outplay teams, but we can't outplay teams in the Premier League. That's why Leeds, I think Leeds are going to do good. Because yeah. Leeds, well, like, the out of all the Leeds teams we faced this season, Leeds were the only team that outplayed us. Like, the problem is
1: how many of their players are loanies. Like That is true, airport. that is true.
2: Let's
0: let's move on to Leeds then quickly Obviously they've now won the league um, It's safe to say No matter what people's opinions are Leeds are a big club They've always been a big club They're mm-hmm. finally back into the Premiership um, It should be quite entertaining Having them back in the Premier League Especially with Bielsa in charge um, It's the key They have to keep him they can, yeah, so, yeah. I think they'll be able to survive If they keep him Leeds have
1: to be very smart with their rec- recruitment like they've done well in the championship but this was a gamble season if they didn't get promoted at the end of this season they probably would have mm. plummeted so, you know.
0: Do you is the big difference maker for Leeds than that?
1: Oh absolutely absolutely he's a top manager and um, you know he's got a great uh, track record and um, he's highly regarded amongst the other top managers in the world you know they all speak highly of him and I I do think there is a definitely there's a before and after effect with when he arrived at Leeds. Um, And they have a couple of good players as well, like players that aren't like loaned from other teams. Phillips was the one I was thinking of, but they do have to be smart with the recruitment because when all these loan players just uh, go back to their uh, home clubs and then Mm. one of your other choices is a 35-year-old Pablo Hernandez. Mm. Um, they're going to have to be smart with their equipment but now they've won the league they can start looking at that because they'll have a decent amount of money coming in being in the Premier League with TV money because when you
2: look at Leeds on paper their team is not like it's a top half of the table team but you wouldn't think of it as a title winning squad I mean you've got Luke Ayling and uh, Stuart Dallas as their fullbacks like you don't think of those as amazing fullbacks but Bielsa just gets the most out of these average players and I think yeah, by like Ben White, they've got to either replace him or keep him. Uh, he's very important to them. He's, you know, he's a very good physically. He's a good physical centre-back and he can also pass it out. And again, Calvin Phillips, they have to keep him. If they don't, I think they're down. And yeah. they're going to have to replace Pablo Hernandez because you can kind of get away with that in the championship, but he's going to be like 35, 36 next season. And you can't get away with playing that sort of player. Yeah. I, mean, I suppose one approach Leeds can take
0: um, in the Premiership is obviously, one, getting players loaned to them from the bigger teams in the Premier League. Two, they could look at the teams that are potentially going down. So, obviously, Norwich are already down. There's a couple of good players in that Norwich team that they could maybe go after. Um, yeah. You've also got the likes of Bournemouth. If Bournemouth go down, there's going to be tons of players who are Premier League worthy. who um, yeah, And Guendia would be
2: a mind. perfect replacement
0: for... Dia would be good. He's been linked to Athletic Madrid, hasn't he? he
2: might be a uh,
0: and then you've got other good players at Norwich, like Cantwell. I mean, he, he at least could go after him. Um, or other team, Yeah, yeah. Other teams would be after them, I'm sure. But um, maybe they've got to take the kind of Wolves approach <laughs> when it comes to how, how they do. They need a new the striker
2: player. too. Patrick Bamford is just not Premier League quality. He's, I
0: mean, my, he's a good striker, yeah.
2: but yeah. You're like, he's
1: like very Charlie Austin if you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, He'll get your goals, but he's not the caliber you want going up against those Premier League defenses.
0: Yeah, no, it's um, interesting. I mean, a friend of mine reckons that they that they could possibly finish mid-table, in the Premier League next season, which I'm not sure about. But um, at the same time, apparently the target
1: in Champions League, like not straight away, but like their immediate thing is yeah. we're getting back to where we were.
2: We oh,
0: dirty leads, renowned.
2: Place, <laughs> with Sheffield United, it was kind of a similar thing where like their players on paper didn't look that amazing. But Chris Waldo just got the most out of them. I think Bielsa can do that. He can be yeah, absolutely players and get the most out of them. And mm. I think, yeah. But yeah, forget Calvin Phillips, Bielsa is their most important player or manager, yeah. whatever. Yeah, 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 so do you think Leeds are definitely staying up next season?
1: Like, based on right now, looking at it, you know, because usually, it always at least one
2: championship team seems to go back down. I think there's only been um, one season where all three teams stayed up. If they can fill I mean, the holes that will be left when their loanees go back, then I think they can stay up there definitely.
0: I, I mean, yeah, I I I I'd, I I'd say at the moment, looking at what teams in the Premiership could be like next season, I reckon Leeds could stay up. I think if any team at the moment was most likely to come down, it'd probably be West Brom. But, um well, West Brom are
2: going to finish bottom, hundred percent. Even though yeah. they're they're I think they're going to finish second. They've not looked that amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Brent- Brentford you
1: know, should... In the playoffs, you think, like, Brentford, if they did come up, you...
2: Again, no, yeah, I'd I like to say that they'll stay up, but uh, I'm not sure, <laughs>
1: to be honest. It all depends on recruitment, and Brentford have always been good at recruitment, you know. Oh, yeah. So, if Brentford comes Brentford to playing players, play
2: football, then they could do, like, a Bournemouth and, or a Brighton and stay up, but I'm not... Yeah, a Brentford, as a Brentford fan, I can never be hopeful. I can, you know, yeah. we're always somehow bottle so... <laughs> I can't say and if Brentford don't go up the other team say if Brentford don't win the playoffs the other team that will win the playoffs would 100% go back down I think Fulham Forest and either Cardiff or Swansea they've not been that good at all they'll easily go back yeah. down
0: OK we're going to go on to our final part of the podcast for the final round of the Premier League fixtures in the 19-20 to 20 season it's been an emotional rollercoaster um, mostly because Liverpool won the league um, also this Although also, there was this three-month kind of a pause. But I um, don't know if you noticed. These are, once again, these are quite hard to predict because you've got to think about it, like who's going down and who's staying up. But I'm just going gonna, gonna to have fun with it because, you know, I, I'm completely behind you guys. It doesn't really matter for me. Mm-hmm. Let's start with our first game. Sheffield versus Everton, which is tonight. Antonio. Sheffield to win 2-1. I have got exactly the same thing. Sheffield to win 2-1. Stephen. I'm going to say
1: 2-0. To Sheffield? Yep. Are they pretty confident on the Blades?
0: Yeah, interesting. Not much high hopes for Everton. Um, no. Brighton versus Newcastle.
2: Stephen? This one could be a pretty dull affair, I think. Could be indeed. Uh, I'm going to say 1-0. I was going to say 0-0, nil, nil, but I'm going to say you know, I want this game to be a little bit more exciting than that, so 1-0. This
0: is really annoying because I've also put 1-0 as well. <laughs> 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 uh, so I'm going to stick with that. Brighton, Newcastle,
2: 1-0. i Lewis Dunk to both score and get an own goal. we've yeah, got Lewis, Lewis Dunk fashion.
0: If that happens, you get an extra five points.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if it does happen, no. Um, I have
0: Brighton to win 1-0. Okay, I better go first this time because otherwise it just looks like I'm trying to copy you. Um, Wolves versus Palace. I am going to go... For Wolves
2: to win 2-0. I think Wolves are going to win 3-0. Good. Palace been mm-hmm. in awful form. They're just bad. And Wolves need to win. So, 3-0. I'm
1: going to go for 2-1. I think Palace will get a cheeky goal. But Wolves had too much class for them. So, yeah. 2-1.
0: Okay. So, we're all back at Wolves. The team with no manager. Watford. Apart from Tridini. Um, taking on Manchester City. At the Hawthorns. Mm-hmm. Anthony. What oh, do you
1: God. reckon? 3-0 no, Man
0: City. <laughs> honest... <laughs> come on. I've got 3-0 no, Man City. <laughs> you know what, Matt?
1: I'm going to make interest in Actually, I've changed my mind. I'm going to go 4-0 yeah. no, Man City.
0: Okay, okay. That's cool. I'll stick 3-0 no, Man City, then. Cool. Stephen?
2: Well, it won't be at the Hawthorns. It'll be at Vicarage Road. But I'm going to say... I'm going to be a bit cheeky here. I'm going to say Watford's win 1-0. Hawthorns. Wait, on, let me type that in. Hawthorns thing. is West Brom. Nice oh, God, one. it
0: is, isn't it? Oh, I'm an idiot. I just typed it up as well. I was like, ah. Uh, <laughs> I want to be a sports journalist. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Um,
0: okay, moving on. Um, Aston Villa versus Arsenal. Um, I think Arsenal would be playing really well the last week, so I'm going to go for this to be a two-all. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Villa-Arsenal 2 all. Stephen
2: I'm going to say 3-1 to Arsenal You know my thoughts on Aston Villa I want them to go down and I hope they go down to Arsenal to win
1: 3-1 You are right, Arsenal have been playing well recently and they did beat Man City which we are surprised about so I'm going 1-0 to Villa um, Lovely Yeah, Ooh. That's
0: what we like to I, see
1: I, I want to see them put the pressure on Watford and yeah. Yeah, I don't know how they'll get it,
0: but 1-0. What have we got to lose? What have we got to lose? Nothing. Just our pride. (laughs) Man United versus West Ham at the Bajayski Stadium. No, I mean Old Trafford. Sorry, I'm not actually that bad.
2: Uh, I've got Man United to win this 3-1. I don't think this is going to (laughs) be as easy a win for Man United. as West Ham, even though they have not been that great, they've been in pretty decent form recently. So I'm going to say 3-2 to Man United. I think Man United is still going to win, but I don't think it's going to be an easy win. I
1: think... (laughs) United will win this one 3-0. I think there's going to be extra pressure on the United defence, so they'll turn up, and we'll see the United we've seen over the last few weeks.
0: Liverpool versus Chelsea. Me versus
2: Anne.: I'm going to say Chelsea to win 2-1. Interesting.
0: What about
1: the Anfield home record, Stephen?
2: Do you not care about it? Yeah, but this no. is what I'm thinking. I'm I'd thinking love it if
0: anything. Liverpool
2: lose their home record.
0: The thing is, who had the biggest home record before Liverpool? Chelsea. And it seems only right that Chelsea be the team to... Oh, I'm, I'm starting... I'm, I'm going to play safe. Um, and obviously, I'm not going to bet against Chelsea because I'm a big stinky Chelsea fan. I'm going to go for
1: 1-0. I was originally going to say 1-0, but I don't want to keep copying you, Max. because then there's no chance you'll win. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go... I have to back my team. They're at home. They've only drawn one game at home in the last year and a half or something. Yeah. Um. They've won, especially in the league, they've won every other game in the league at home. I'm going to go 2 1. I feel Liverpool will care more about that home record than anything else.
0: Three different results. I absolutely love it. Uh, Moving on from Chelsea to Chelsea, we then play Wolves next Sunday. Chelsea versus Wolves at home. Chelsea, obviously, if we did draw to Liverpool, we still wouldn't be guaranteed top four. Um, so, we'd have to go all out for this. So, I'm going to go for Chelsea in traditional um, patterns, ever since we've had the new sponsor of free
2: to beat Wolves 3-1. Stephen? Uh, even though I bet Chelsea to beat Liverpool, I think it'll be the most Chelsea thing ever if they lose the Wolves. So, I'm going to go Wolves to win 1-0. I'm so going to go 2-1 to Chelsea. Like say,
1: I think they're going to concede, because they do. But I think they will beat Wolves at the bridge. So, yeah, 2-1.
0: I can't believe you've backed us to beat Liverpool and now you're gonna try and screw me over by losing to Wolves. Cheers for that, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> well, um they'll beat Liverpool,
2: get top four secured, then be like,
0: yeah. Okay, this one the next one, very interesting. Um, if we've all got United to beat West Ham, this would mean Leicester versus Man United comes down to the final game of the season. Leicester have to win. Oh Leicester have to win. Yeah. I just ah. Oh. Just the injuries and the suspension to see, you. i can't see it happening. Is he still—he's banned for this game as well, still, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I—I I would love to see Leicester win this, but I—I—I I, I don't think I can back him for it. I'm gonna—I'm gonna go two-one to Man United just to cement
2: it. I'm gonna say 4 0 to Man United. I think Man United four, are gonna nil. run riot against Leicester here. Blimey, that's that's bold. I love it. It's bold. You're
0: getting a bit comfortable up there at first, didn't you, see? <laughs> Anthony? I think this
1: is going to be a game where both goalkeepers come out and have like their game of the season. I think Schmeichel and De Gea on their days are very difficult to beat. So I think this is going to be one nil to United. I think they'll win, but I think that we're going to see some world class saves from both. Yeah, they can be inconsistent, but I think today is a day where they'll both show up.
0: Interesting. So we're all back in United to get that final. Yeah, tough, tough luck, Leicester. Maybe next year you'll get top four. That is the game. Southampton versus Sheffield United. I reckon this will be quite a good game. I'm going to go 2-1. Southampton, Sheffield United, 2-1. Stephen?
2: Yeah, Southampton have had some weird results. They've been like taking some scouts. So I'm going to say they're going to take another scout here and they're going to beat Sheffield United 2-1. I think Sheffield United
1: are actually going to win this game. I think they've been playing really well and I think they want to go out on a high this season. And I'm saying I'm going to do the opposite. You see, I'm going to go 2-1 to Sheffield.
0: Okay, so we've all got different ones for that as well. Uh, And we'll start with you. Newcastle versus Liverpool. Liverpool final game of the season.
1: I have no idea, to be honest. Um, I'm thinking here. Um, I have to back Liverpool because they're my team and they are better than Newcastle. And when you look at the games we've lost since we've won the league, we've lost two teams that are like Arsenal City. You know, Newcastle, we should be beating. I'm going to say 2-0 to Liverpool.
2: Stephen? I was going to say 2 0 as well. So I'm going to say 1 0 now.
0: Well, okay.
1: If we played say... it like
2: that, I'm going
0: to say 3 0 Liverpool.
1: Oh, man. If it hits like two in the net, I'm going to be praying for the next however long. It does yeah. not, not score another.
0: <laughs> West Ham versus Aston Villa. Antonio, start us off. Talking about Antonio.
1: Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go 1 0 for this game. I think Phil are going to get a point. I kind of want Villa to stay up, just so it' nice, Stephen. Yeah. Um, also, I think Watford have been too cavalier with bringing in managers and sacking them, and I think they need to be punished for it in a way. And for me, yeah. that is they get relegated. So yeah, one zero.
0: Okay, I'm going to go two one to West Ham. I think. I'm going to say three one to West Ham. But that I think that would mean Villa would still go down if we all have them results, don't it?
1: No, I mean, I have to win the game Oh, against you have to gets
0: Arsenal. Arsenal, so you think they're going to stay out. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay, I you're think they're
1: to get enough points to stay up, because I do oh, not think they're good.
0: The shithousery, I love it. You're, you're going to rub it in Stephen's face. <laughs>
1: um, I think do.
0: Okay. Birdley versus Brighton. I'll start us off. 0-0. Anthony?
1: 1-0 <laughs> to Burnley.
0: 1-0 to Burnley. Yeah. That's Stephen's prediction out the window.
2: I'll have the usual please waiter. 1-0 <laughs> <nil> to
0: Burnley. <laughs> Lovely. So one nil, one nil, nil nil. Wow, we're in for a cracker, aren't we? Arsenal versus Watford. Anthony?
1: think. Am I going first for this one?
0: Yes, please.
1: Yes, oh, man. I think Arsenal are winning. I think it's going to be 2-0 because Yang's still chasing the golden boot. So yeah, I think Arsenal 2-0 and if my filler predictions work out, that would mean Watford are down.
0: Yeah, um, I'm going for the that same. I've put Arsenal to win 2 0. Sorry. Steven, three, three, 3 1.
2: 3 1.
0: 3 1. Okay. All right, so we're all going for Arsenal to have a final game, and we're also going for Watford to be a bit screwed in that case. Uh, talking about screwed, Norwich versus Man City at Man City's ground. But I, obviously, I wanted to say Norwich first because I think Daredevil is going to be screwed. <laughs> I'm going to go for Man City to beat Norwich 6 0. Steven. I'm going to say 8 <laughs> 0. <laughs> what? You tried to outdo me like that, really? <laughs> oh, shame. I thought I was going to beat him up for that. Okay, all right. Okay, no, Why not? That's that. a bit of fun. 8 0. Why not? 8 0. Okay, I'll go 6 0. And... Except
1: for you guys forget Norwich beat Man City earlier this season. Yeah, um, I'll be stuffing out, isn't it? <laughs> no, but I'm going to go for 2 1, Norwich. No, I'm going to go 5 1. Five. <laughs> okay, that's going to
0: be an interesting game.
2: Uh,
0: two games left.
1: You know what this means? It's going to
2: be one 0 in the end.
0: Yeah, probably to Norwich. Crystal Palace versus Tottenham. I'm going to say two nil to Tottenham.
2: Yes, cool. Crystal Palace. I think I just—they're phoning it in. They're done. They're not going to go anywhere either way.
0: So, um, I'm. I'm going to be a bit different. Um, Palace are at home. I know Palace haven't had the best time record this year. To be fair, they haven't scored a lot of goals at home. I'm going to go for Palace Spurs to be one all.
1: This is a proper mid-table clash. Um, <laughs> you I'm going to, to go Spurs it. to win 1-0. Two, t-
0: two teams I hate. Spurs to win 1-0. Spurs to win 1-0. The last game on this prediction, the last game of the Premier League and our predictions. I know I've said that twice. Everton versus Bournemouth. Stephen?
2: Oh, God. Um... Is it night-night Bournemouth? I'm I'm going to say nil-nil, actually, in this game. I think it's going to be pretty boring.
0: I'm going to say 2-1 to Everton. Do I back Bournemouth one last time? No, I don't. Everton's win (laughs) 3-2. That is the end of our fixture predictions for this year. God, that's what we're going to fill the podcast up with the rest of the time now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll be able to find out who the winner of this competition will be. Yeah. Uh, this time next week, will it be Matt? no Stephen? Not. <laughs> not <laughs> yes. Myself. I back I myself. Why,
0: I don't know why you've put me in that category. I don't know if, if you're taking the piss. Everyone likes right an underdog story. Yeah, and I love it, but I, I don't think it's mathematically possible. 5,000 to 1. 5,000 to 1. No, no, we'll take it. Um, okay, in that case, we'll wrap up. That's the end of this episode of, of the Woodwork Podcast in association with End to Head Online. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, me. <laughs> and uh, we hope everybody enjoys the final rounds of fixtures in the Premier League. And everybody stays nice and safe. Don't go to Bournemouth and forget sunburned after having an argument with Eddie Howe about who should be starting up front. <laughs> That's a terrible banner on my part. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you next week, hopefully. Bye-bye.
1: Leave a